What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast right here on the Golden Grizzlies iTunes page. All you got to do, go to iTunes or you can go to SoundCloud, search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe on the Where the Bear podcast, and you are set to go. The episodes will come right to your phone today, a special women's golf edition, a, a special victorious women's golf edition. As always, the head women's golf coach, Alyssa Gaudio, joins me, freshman Alexis Jones, who uh, made some waves in her first collegiate individual tournament title at the Golden Grizzlies Invitational. As always, the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Coach, good to see you. Alexis, good to see you. Are you scared? I always ask this question for people the first time. What's going through your mind? Are you scared? You're nervous? Excited? What is it? I'm excited. I wouldn't say I'm really nervous because no one's looking at me, but... That, I am excited. That is, Coach, that is a different dynamic through all this, right? Because it's audio-based, because there's no video element to it, everyone seems more relaxed. I think so. I mean, it's just very different, like you said. Just different element. You don't have anyone staring at you, like Alexa said, so it is a good thing. Yeah, well, speaking of good things, uh, you guys certainly had a good thing going just wrapping up the Golden Grizzlies Invitational, played right here on campus on the Khaki Cousins golf course and, and first off as a coach you guys come through with the team title Alexis you won the individual title which we'll touch on in just a minute but coach you and I talked about it in the Grizz Vision wrap up after I think if you're a coach that tournament gave you everything that you wanted in that you trailed coming into the second day you got to test your metal a little bit as a squad and you guys responded yeah we have um I mean as everyone could tell from our Oakland gold black team however you want to put it um we had 10 solid players out there um after the first day a few shots back but they came out striking the second day so it was just really good to see good to see them fight and want it from the start the second day um so that's the best thing as a coach to see we have it in us this year Alexis what what about that because you guys get things rolling here with that tournament title at home for the team. What, what, and we'll get to your individual performance in just a second. But for the team, what does that do to get things rolling, get a tournament win under your belt? Well, I actually was on Team B. I had played bad in qualifying, so like it was a different Which aspect. Which we'll get to, Coach. <laughs> I'm not letting you off the hook on that. No, we'll no, no. It was, it was totally my bad. I had played not good in qualifying but it kind of like lit a fire under my butt like you know I had I knew that I could play better but because of qualifying scores I wasn't on team A so it was just like you know this is on me and all I can do is do my best and I mean it was about the team because you know I want to play good for the team but it was more like um what can I do to make myself better and then like I worked a lot in between and then when I actually played I was on team B but that didn't matter because all it was was playing my best Right. And coach, what about that? So <laughs> the cat's out of the bag already. Oh. <laughs> the individual tournament champion is on your B squad. So I guess you could take this one of two roads, either A, coach, what's wrong with you? Or B, <laughs> that, that does speak to the depth that you have, though. You talked about being solid one through 10. I mean, if you have a tournament champion on your B team, I, I, I like your chair, coach. Exactly. I'm going to go with your B scenario, All right, not, not A, what was I thinking, <laughs> but B, um, they... Everyone was so close through qualifying. I, I think everyone was like a shot apart from one, two, three, four. So it was just very hard, and we had enough rounds, and I was trying to base it off of what, what we were doing on our home course since that's where we were going to be playing. Um, but it's just very challenging. They're all super solid players, and you know whether you're on A or B or gold and black, however you want to put it, um, they just challenge each other, and that's what made all 10 of them so strong. The fact that they know they have such a good team and they got to be practicing every day on different elements of their game to get it to that level, like as Alexis said, to do the best she can. Um, we're just strong. Alexis, what about that with the game of golf in that your spot is determined 
by how you play. I mean, there, there's no other elements to it. There's no other... I mean, yes, to a certain degree, it's about chemistry and things like that. However, in golf, it's different that the scorecard is the great truth teller, and the scorecard tells all, and there, there is no cheating that. How do you manage that as a player with that pressure, especially as a freshman coming in? You want to, you want to prove your worth. You want to prove your medal, but that scorecard is going to be the ultimate dictator. Well, I think that's the best thing about golf. Like, I agree that all 10 of us are very competitive, and I think that that's what makes us better as a whole. Like, um, you know, if one player is playing better, it encourages you to work even harder to, like, equal them out almost. And so I think that golf is one of the best sports to just kind of show that no matter, you know, what the weather's doing, like, everyone has to deal with it. it it's an equalizer. Right. And I think that the scorecard and, like, really just shooting, you know, shooting low, you win. Like, there's no it – come it comes down to you, and I think that that's, like, one of the reasons why I love golf. Alexis, you were just the third Golden Grizzlies golfer to win a tournament as a freshman. And you and I were talking. I was going over a bit of your background because uh, that extensive prep work that I do. Hey, I want to be a professional <laughs> broadcaster here on the Where the Bear po podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And an interesting stat was brought to my attention. You and I were just talking about it. You coming in as a freshman, however, not in, in my mind anyway, not the prototypical freshman, your junior year of high school, you didn't lose. And when I say you didn't lose – like, you didn't lose. Every <laughs> tournament you were in, you won all the way through to the state championship. Yeah. As a matter of fact, from sophomore year of high school on, the only time you ever lost was in the state title, and you finished second your both your sophomore year and your senior year. So you went through an entire season without losing. So I'll, I'll wrap that all up. How did you take that when your qualifying numbers – weren't good enough you're not used to losing because you never did it when you were in high school <laughs> well honestly I didn't take it very well I, I was bet. really upset um I had a really hard adjustment in general um you know moving away from home I was the only one that wasn't really close to home but I took it as I need to work harder and that was kind of like the reason of my success um in high school I actually lost one invite um from sophomore year on and then other than that the only time I lost was at state and even when I won state the first thing I did was go back to the golf course and practice because my wedges were off or whatever. And that was kind of how I saw it after I won the Invitational too was, um, you know, this isn't like a free thing to like not work harder. It just shows like, yes, I'm working hard enough to win today, but I need to work harder to win tomorrow kind of thing. Coach, we also were talking in, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so, so how does that come to be? How do you get this player out of Ohio to come here to Oakland? And the truth of the matter is, not a lot of people saw that in her for whatever reason. I mean, which which explain that to me, coach, because that sitting here kind of an armchair guy, that baffles me. She didn't lose as a junior. How is she not on everybody's radar? And then if you could just kind of tell me the story of how, how Alexis came here to Oakland. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think sometimes, you know, not that high school season isn't awesome, but sometimes it gets overlooked um, or you're like, oh, great. Those top 10 people that finish at state. Yeah, I want to look at them. And um that's the only thing that I can say as to how it got overlooked because after I went and watched her a couple times, I was just astonished by what I saw and was very amazed and couldn't wait to offer her and have her come on campus with her family and, you know, tour and meet everyone. Um, she came in the summer, so I don't know if she got to meet any of the players that were around, but she did tour and met me, of course. So that was great. Oh, but, yeah, that was a wrap. <laughs> but um, it was just, it was a... I went to a golf week event, which is another tour that you can play on. And it was right after she had driven a par four that was 310 yards. And 
the guy who runs the golf week was like, you need to check this girl out. She's <laughs> awesome. I don't know how she's not being recruited. Like, here's her number. You, you've got to check her out. So, you know, the next day I give give her a call and it was her dad's number and I'm talking to him and he goes, I'll be sure to pass this along to Alexis. But after that, I watched her play a few times and was just amazed and I couldn't believe she didn't have more offers. Well, Alexis, you, you said, you, you summed it up and said one shot basically put you on the Division One map. Throughout all the success you had in high school, that one hole that coach was talking about, one shot, you drive the green on a 310-yard par four, <laughs> by the way, which is crazy. One shot, change the really the entire complexion of, of your golfing future is that fair to say yeah I would say that um I think honestly like in my perception anyways high school is very highly overlooked and so that was one reason why you know a lot of people weren't really noticing it does really come down to golf's kind of a different game where it comes down to your summer season you know which tournaments are you playing in the summer how difficult are they who are you competing against kind of thing and um I don't even know the right term for it, but kind of like your ranking in the like PGA, junior PGA. And so that specific tournament, um, I had actually played kind of bad the first day. And then the second day I was two under. So everyone kind of had like gathered. And up until that point, I think I might've had like smaller like letters, but up until I drove that green, no one had really reached out to me. And then after I drove the green, I had four offers after that day. So it was just kind of like everything came together for that one moment, I guess. Right, which is, which is an incredible story, but that goes to show you guys how, how fine the line is. I mean, mm -hmm. not just in golf, but in any sport. Uh, you can be dominant as you were, and it still takes something like that in order to happen. But, but you guys, as a team, uh, we mentioned the fact you guys got the win in the Golden Grizzlies Invitational. Now we look ahead, Coach, and, and you guys will have two tournaments back-to-back uh, -back in terms of the weekends. You have the Eastern Michigan Invite followed up by the Dayton Flyer Invitational, and that will wrap up the fall season. So coming off this win, Coach, what's what's the story here? As you guys head to Ypsilanti and Eagle Crest Golf Club, and, and that will come up next Monday and Tuesday, correct? Correct. Okay. So Monday and Tuesday, you guys will head to Ypsilanti playing the Eastern Michigan Invite. Then you'll fire everything back up, head down to Kettering, Ohio, for the Dayton Flyer Invitational. What's the goal here as you guys look to wrap up the fall season? Both tournaments will have very strong fields. Um, we've never played in Eastern Michigan's. I believe it's the first year for her hosting a tournament ever. Um, so I, I don't know there. You know, I know it's a strong field, and I know we have what it takes to compete and try for a win there again. Um, as far as the Dayton Flyers tournament, we finished runner-up last year and, you know, had two amazing days of play, and Finley just took it home the second day. You know, I, I can't say we played badly because we shot – really really good scores both days we just didn't take home the win so you know just finishing up we getting the lineup right and traveling as many as we can to kind of just see how we play and to try and strike from the beginning and not come from behind right <laughs> that, that always helps right it, it's not a well you want to go to uh, too many times I, one of the other things coach I want to talk to you and Alexis with, with you as well uh, head soccer coach Eric Pogue and I did a Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group last week. And there's been a lot of talk about soccer going to the dual semester season in that it would be on par with what you guys Yeah, You like that analogy right there? It would be Perfect. on par with what you guys do, where you play your tournaments in the fall, you break. Like To give everybody an example, you'll wrap up play at the Dayton Flyer Invitational October 17th. Your next competition will be on February 5th down in Florida. So you have a break, essentially, over the holidays, and then you come back at it. That's when you play your conference. That's when you play your conference tournament. Alexis, I'll, I'll hit you with it. I mean, you're going to get your first taste of it, really, where you go across both semesters. 
How do you, what do you expect from that? And as you look at it, what do you have to do to prepare for that? Well, from a golf standpoint, I think that it's a huge advantage. Um, I think as much time in practice and tournament as you can get in, the more experience it gives you as a player. Um, and that goes for any sport. I know for high school, for example, we don't have a spring season, and I wish we did. I wish we were able to, you know, practice more, start earlier, and it just kind of develops you as a player. So in terms of soccer, I, I said I don't know much about I soccer, <laughs> but I do think that it would be beneficial to just have that extra um, experience. I think more it's, time is more time. Yeah, right? I think that more time and more tournaments would make them better. Coach, I'll, I'll back up the question and ask it to you as well as a coach of a dual semester sport. Uh, how do you feel about it? Do you like it? And I'll flip it on its ear. Or, or, is there anything that you don't like about it? Um, I really like it. I mean, I'll, I'll go with both sides, but I really like how we get to start in the fall. I get to kind of see what we've got as a team, how our 10 players are playing. And then in the winter, it allows us to fine tune things. So, you know, we can work on our swings. We don't have to be out competing. So you can kind of just fine tune and get into the nitty gritty about your golf swing or just different elements that you want to work on. And then since we come back out in February, then you've got a couple months to get working in competition with it now before we have conference championships. So, you know, I, I do really like, as Alexis said, the more time, more practice, more time playing, everything like that, the better. Um, the thing that's hard about golf is obviously we have to fly places. And sure. So would soccer because you, you can't be outside here in February. Right. That's the only downside, but we get to take cool trips to Florida and Arizona. <laughs> and so there, there's not really a downside. Um, sure. But that's you know it's great it's great to have more time that we get to play and practice and then time in between to work on the nitty-gritty like I said well guys I certainly do appreciate you carving out some time as you guys get ready to roll again coming up on Monday October 9th at the Eagle Crest Golf Club at the Eastern Michigan Invitational the following week you guys will be down in Kettering Ohio at the Dayton Flyer Invitational then that will wrap up the fall season and then we'll catch back up with you guys uh, back in february when uh, we're getting ready to fire things up again sound good perfect thank you yeah alexis wasn't that hard was it no <laughs> <laughs> no but but thank you guys again certainly do appreciate it and if you want more of these where the bear podcasts brought to you by the evans law group all you gotta do is go to the itunes page search golden grizzlies click subscribe and you're in there and you'll have access to all the where the bear podcast brought to you by the evans law group so the head women's golf coach, Alyssa Gaudio, and Alexis Jones. My name is Neil Rule. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later. <laughs>